Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And we are continuing our body swapping marathon <laughs> of episodes. Body swapping sounds weird, though, but it's, it's kind of what it it's is. It's Halloween season. Yeah, but, yeah I know, but it's not like switch. the body yeah, snatcher yeah, kind Halloween. of. Halloween, it fits. It, yeah. it totally works. Uh, this is our Halloween body switching month. Yeah, and and for today's episode, we are talking about two movies that have the same name. One is a remake, loosely, of the original. So Freaky Friday, the original starring Jodie Foster, and the remake starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. So two, two movies that are the results of the time that they were made in, because the original is rough, man. I don't, it's, it's rough in a lot of ways. It has moments. It has yeah. moments of like you, because I know you say like Jodie Foster is who everyone will obviously recognize from the original movie, but there are some really great actors yeah. in this movie. I mean, you have Barbara Harris, who is absolutely amazing. John Aston, which you may not know the names, but as soon as you see them on screen, you're yep. like, Oh my gosh, I remember. And then Dick Van Patten mm-hmm. is in mm-hmm. this movie. So it's just all of these great actors that at the time, like you may not know the name, but now that you've seen past this freaky Friday, like all of these actors have been in such great movies, but Jodie Foster, obviously like the breakout child actress that she was. Um, but this movie for her, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like Barbara Harris almost outacts her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I totally agree. I, I would say that's that's a good uh, a good observation. Um, she does a great job playing the teenager in her, whereas Jodie doesn't. Jodie Foster's really good, but this isn't Jodie Foster yeah. in her prime either. Like you can tell she's a talented no. child actress, but yeah, I would agree. Barbara Harris, I think, outacts her for sure. And this isn't um, like a typical her. role that you would have seen her in. So when I, I forgot it was her. So when I put the movie on and I started watching it and I'm like, oh yeah, she's the mom. Wait, I don't know if I'm going to like this very much. And like in the beginning, I want to, I have to say this. I'm really happy that movies have changed and put the credits at the end of the movie and not yes. 45 minutes of the credits at the beginning of the movie. If yes. you go back to watch the original Freaky Friday, go ahead and like, I don't know, play D and D while you know, <laughs> the, credits the credits are rolling because you can get a good like two hours in. I have no start, idea. I've never played D and D, but I start thought, a game. I know it's long. It's fine. I know it's long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it really was. And like, I've, I watch older movies. So I know, you know, you know that there's at a certain point, you know, where the credits really shifted and moved all the way to the end. And so you don't get as many opening credits uh, and that's kind of what we're used to now. And you watch older movies and they're at the beginning and I get that, but this just seemed like a lot. And maybe it was the animation that accompanied it or something, <laughs> but it was Awful. just really, really long. And I knew that it would be going into it because like I said, I've watched older movies. Yeah, but, but not all cool. of them, like you say, are that long. Like when you, there are older movies that the beginning is kind of the fun part of it. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. And this one, they just missed it. I was like, oh my gosh, when are we going to get there already? The song was awful. The animation was awful. One of many editing faux pas were made during this film. That's just one of many. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I yeah, and <laughs> this movie there was surprisingly naughty for a Disney movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even like when when they switch bodies, and at one point. Barbara Harris calls John Aston daddy and she does it a couple of times. And every time she does the Ooh, smile, that he gets daddy on his face, I'm like, what am I watching? It totally daddy, went over my head when was... I was younger. Yeah. I didn't yeah, recognize I it when I was younger. Like, no, when you're a kid, you don't pick up on that stuff. But when you watch it as an adult, you're like, man, Disney sneaking Ooh. some stuff in there. I also <laughs> didn't recognize like all of the sexism when I was younger. Oh, when yeah. he's, she's like, well, what else can I do for you today? And he's like, nothing. Just show up and look beautiful as usual. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, my jaw was like, whoa. <laughs> and, I, and I was watching it trying to decide – if it was over the top on purpose, like they were trying to, to really right. show how over the top sexist he was, or if that's oh. really just the way life was in the seventies. And I don't know. I kind of get the feeling it wasn't I meant to be over like the top. It was, I feel like it was a little bit of both because I think they were trying to show um, how, because a lot of people say, okay, you're a stay at home mom. Like, what do you do all day? You know what I mean? Like you're a stay at home mom that's not a really a big job, but like, she's not just a stay at home mom. She's a stay at home mom in the seventies, a stay at home mom in the seventies had to not only look beautiful, but the house had to be clean. She had to entertain everything. Like I was a stay at home mom for a year. The first year my daughter was born. My life wasn't anything like that. I was in sweats <laughs> most days. Like I, we, mm-hmm. the baby was drooling. I was drooling. Like there was no way my life was like that. Like she had her crap together. It gave me so much anxiety when all of those people are coming to her house and like you would know, okay, if it wasn't the teenager in this body, like she had everything going. She know what people were doing. Yeah. If I had all those people show up at my house today, I would freak out. Like why? Do you need me? What do you need from me? Why go away? Not only because it's COVID, but just because like, why are you all here? But like, I just feel like there's a lot expected. And back then I do think there was a little humor to the sexism because I think they were, I felt like they were trying to make a point like, okay, he expects, he's going to work and doing like the hard work during the day, but he's expecting her to not only show up with all of this crap to his party later. Like she's got to shine his shoes. She's got to, you know, iron all this stuff. Plus she's got to go talk to the principal that he's like, well, you know, I, she's like, I have to go talk to the principal today. Do you know what that's like? And he's like, well, I have to go do my job. I kind of have a lot going on. And then he lists 50 things for her to do for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm kind of like looking at him, like, what do you do all day? Like she's doing a million things. And by the (laughs) way, my daughter, my daughter, does try and do laundry like that sometimes. Just throw everything <laughs> in it And I'm like, okay, wait a second. <laughs> just I'm out. I guess you dump the whole box of soap in. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. yeah I'm just saying right. she tries to do- shove it so full yeah. of stuff. I'm like, ah. But if you do a really bad job once, they don't ask you to do it again. You get out of it. That's not how that works, Tracy. That's not how it works at my house. Um, I guess your clothes I, are ruined now, so you're gonna have to wear those until you can afford to buy your own. You're 19. I, Go get I a job. I think the, the the scene that really stood out to me 
with the sexism, um, like you were talking about, Val, was was when she's riding the skateboard outside and he is listing off the 50 different things. And then he gets in the car and she's like, and he's like, oh, and then if, if my shoes need a shine, I'd appreciate if you give him a shine. And, and he kind of looks at her and he's like, you've got your job. I've got mine. I'm like, that's about the time I would have punched him in the face because <laughs> like it was so dismissive, you know? Um, but that was, I think the traditional look on things was dad went to the office made the money and mom stayed home and kept the house and right. that's, you know, instead of it I being do, shared responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think they did a good juxtaposition though, because when Jodie Foster's character is outside of the house, that doesn't really exist for her at school or on the bus or, you know, at the different right. places that she goes, there are women doing all of the jobs. There are girls wearing shorts and pants. You know, they don't, they're not all made up, but it seems like as they're all talking about their moms, their moms are all stuck in this time period that they're now in this part of the seventies. That's kind of moving forward for yeah. women. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell that that's kind of capsulized within her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she gets to school outside of that, like girls are riding skateboards, they're playing hockey. Like this girl is exactly opposite of this girl. And I think they do do a good job to paint that picture that yeah. we both live in two different worlds of women right now and we don't see it. And we should yeah. both like really see each other and respect like the difficulties of our worlds. Whereas in the new Freaky Friday, it does show the juxtaposition of responsibility. But in the old Freaky Friday, there is a huge juxtaposition of even just the nuances of their lives. You know, like her mom is coming from a whole different time period than her daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it is, I think once you get past the hokiness of that movie, there is a, a kind of a cool message that you can see. Um, but there's so much hokiness. Yeah. <laughs> Can it's we talk true. about the elephant in the room, the water skiing episode? So oh, right? That's awesome. talking about the elephant. That, I like, I've yeah. seen bad blue screen before. Yeah. That might be the worst blue screen ever. It was so bad, though, that I wanted more. It was so bad that I was like, I want to see more. This is That's so awesome. It's awful. But then when... But then when they like pan out, you can tell it's a man in a bikini with a wig on. Like that's oh, not yeah. even a woman in that bikini. Like it's a man. Like it's just, if you haven't seen this film, it's worth it just to know going in that it's going to be awful and to watch all of the great awful moments of this film. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say, I felt her. If you guys have never um, tried to put on fake eyelashes, like that moment, like I, I felt it, man. Like she's mm-hmm. trying to make her mom look pretty, and I do think that sh- she, when the when the mom was trying was acting like the daughter, she did kind of seem like she was drunk most of the time. I don't think teenagers act like they're drunk um, unless they are drunk. But when she's doing the makeup and she's trying to put the eyelashes on, she's like, "Why won't you just stick? That is us." Like every Halloween when we think it's a good idea to wear fake eyelashes or like a special moment. And they're like, why did we decide to do this? And it's up here instead of down here. And we're like, we'll just cover it up. Can we just cover it up? Yeah, that was real. That's a real moment. I felt that. I felt that in my soul. (laughs) So when, when we watch these two films together, um, which I've done in a relatively short amount of time mm-hmm. this week in, in preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you can see a lot of the similarities and you can definitely see a lot of the differences. Um, I think one of the big differences is uh, obviously with the sexism, which I still think, like you said, Val, it was a mixture of that's the way it was. And they're trying to show how awful it is or not, but, but kind of over the top on purpose. Um, and obviously in the new one, that's not there as much because her mom is like superwoman that is doing everything. Um, I mean, she is the feminist goal for some people. Feminism isn't a one size fits all kind of a thing. So, um, but, but also there's a lot of similarities like the, you've got the relationship between the brother and her and finding out at some point in the film that the brother really loves her a lot. You've got um, mom finding out that man, her daughter is getting kind of picked on a lot. Like it's not just about like, Oh, you're making excuses kind of a thing and, and things like that. So a lot of the themes really run through both, even though the storyline is very different um, and the characters are different. I felt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely just think in general, when Jamie Lee Curtis, I think she had a moment of her career where she always played like the sexy character. And then Mm -hmm. I feel like now in the later part of her life, if you're adding Jamie Lee Curtis to your movie, she's bringing the balls. And I'm sorry, like if that's offensive, but I am not a huge fan of the Halloween movies, but I did go see the new Halloween movie. And I know a lot of like the fans, I know a lot of the original fans of Halloween um, didn't really care for it as much. And I was like, Jamie Lee Curtis kicked butt. She brought the Mm -hmm. balls. And Mm -hmm. I do think that she brought the balls to freaky Friday as much as you could. Like she, she really gave into that role. Like, Playing opposite of what Lindsay Lohan's character is like, she's this rocker kid. She's like this kid that is outspoken. Well, she learned that because her mom is a rock star and her mom is outspoken Mm -hmm. and her mom is this like, like kick butt, you know, person. But Jamie Lee Mm -hmm. Curtis is believable as Lindsay Lohan's character. I don't know if Lindsay Lohan was as believable as the mom, but Jamie Lee Curtis rocks. Like I love her. Totally. Um, she kind of reminds me of like Linda Hamilton in that, she, like you said, she just brings it in her films. And I, I love you read articles with her and she's like, she refuses to have plastic surgery. She refuses. She's like, I'm just going to be me and I'm just going to grow old. And all she needs, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, she's all she needs to stay young is Activia, and then she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't. She didn't come but back. But I do. To I do think that she. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, she came back. She did it because she wanted, she wanted to, to do to that do role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she was she was brilliant in this film too, and I think it's another example where the mom, the the actress who's playing the mom, outacted the the child actress. Um, and I, I'm a, I think Lindsay Lohan was a good actress and probably still yeah. is if she gets a chance to get in the right role. Um, obviously she's had some struggles as she's reached adulthood and sorry, not, sorry, sad. <laughs> but, um, I think Jamie Lee Curtis as Anna trapped in her body is, is just so star. much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, value mentioned she doesn't necessarily play the sexy role anymore, but Jake obviously thought she was for a mom. I mean, coming <laughs> singing outside her window. <laughs> I love that scene. And, when, and, and they time it so perfectly that she tackles him right as he's saying, hit me, baby, one more time. And he says, hit me. 
That's right. That's how it went. Well, and I'm not saying that she's not sexy. I just meant that, (laughs) like, because I think Jamie Lee Curtis is incredibly just a sexy woman because she's intelligent. Plus, I mean, she's she's hot. But I mean, when she was younger, you know, in the original Halloween movie, they picked her because she's tall. She's Amazonian. She's got the boobs like she was hot and sexy young person. And so they kept casting her. But she just also happens to be a really good actress. Yeah, and. she didn't put up with anybody's nonsense. Like she is a huge activist for a lot of things for women, Mm -hmm. um, for the environment, for all this stuff. And she didn't kind of follow um, what a lot of these child actor lives went through. Like she didn't put up with a lot of nonsense. She didn't get caught up in a lot of nonsense where I think that's a little bit different. I think her and Jodie Foster are very similar. I know Jodie Foster when she was growing up in Hollywood, she took some time away and actually went and got an education as well um, while she was acting, but she didn't live that, that same child actor life that like Lindsay Lohan went through. I Mm -hmm. agree. I think that Lindsay Lohan is a good actress. I love Mean Girls. And I'll, by mm-hmm. the way, Mean Girls is in theaters right now. You can go see it at Megaplex. So put your pink shirts on and I'm go saying- have a girls' night and go see Mean Girls, but also listen and to then- our Mean Girls episode. Um, there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, do it I on think a Wednesday that Lindsay Lohan. There you go. Um, I do think that Lindsay Lohan, she's gotten lost a little bit, but her acting chops are totally there. I just don't like as far as like um, as believable as a mom, you could tell that there were moments where I was like, okay, she's acting. Whereas Jamie Lee Curtis, I felt like Jamie Lee Curtis was just the part, you know, there wasn't at any time while I was watching Jamie Lee Curtis, did I feel taken away, like taken out of the film? Um, But there was a ton of that in the old Freaky Friday. Like they did all this like voiceover (laughs) stuff that I just thought didn't work. But my favorite voiceover part is when they do the brother voiceover when she's like, my brother's just good looking with this quaff. And he's like this four-year-old and he's like buttoning up his shirt and awkwardly folding his clothes. Awkwardly folding his clothes. (laughs) Like he's a kid. I don't know if I call him good looking, but sure, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. The, the that made me, that made, movie me... Felt, made me feel so weird. I don't know. I just feel weird. <laughs> the the scene that just completely took me out of that um, movie is when they actually switch bodies and they yes. freeze frame and then they juxt they 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 place like sh- a, a double and then slowly yeah. come across each other's faces and then it's turning like red, green, yellow, red, green, yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We watched that, and my wife was like, well, that was some interesting magic effects going on there. And there was no reason for it either, except that they both said at the same time that they wondered what right. it would be like to switch roles or whatever. And then that's what yeah. happened. At least in the new Freaky Friday, we get a reason for mm-hmm. why the switch happens. Which I think when- is why Big worked as well, because with Big, you have the Zoltar machine. With right. this Freaky Friday, you have that they're in, you know, they're in this um, restaurant, this Chinese restaurant. And, you know, that lady is, you can feel that she's kind of trying to teach them a lesson and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's a little bit more behind the mm-hmm. switch. But, yeah, I was watching this movie and I'm like, oh, but they just switched. That was it. They just both have to have the same thought at the same time. And so, okay. All right. right. And when you do that, you don't give a reason for the switch to begin with. Then you've got to give like, then you've got to explain how they're going to switch 
back. And at least with, with the new one, it was in the fortune. Like you knew that they were going to have to do some kind of act of selfless love in order to switch bodies back. And that was going to be the point of their, their whole switch, which was the point of the original one too. It's just, that's never explained. It's just there and you just have yeah. to roll with it. And <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, it's like Blackbeard's ghost. He's just there and you just have to roll with it. There's really no reason for it. It's just is so, you know, <laughs> Disney magic yeah. in the seventies and sixties. And it's, it's interesting because I would say Lindsay Lohan does a better job in this role than Jodie Foster does. But Jodie mm-hmm. Foster, I would say is a much more accomplished and, and good actor. Um, I grew up on this movie. I mean, it came out a year after I was born, so I never saw it in the theater. Um, but I grew up with this on VHS. I had two older sisters. So we watched this all the time. And um yeah jody going back i like i had really fond memories of it and then watching it again i was like "Ooh, that doesn't hold up well yeah i listening to jody foster's voice though as a child i do wonder did she start smoking when she was eight like (laughs) she has always had that kind of raspy voice she has yeah and i guess some people just naturally have it and it's no, I mean there there was a little bit of smoking back then for kids. Like that was kind of the true. Hollywood thing, and that's true, you know. So, but I do think that that is kind of her voice. Um, but yeah, I um, I do want to mention um, that we are talking about Freaky Fridays, both of them, and Big, and we have a couple other movies. But I also watched this week um, the Change Up with Ryan okay. Reynolds and Jason Bateman, um, and they also do like where they switch places. Um, and if you haven't seen that one, like there's a lot more. And then when I was talking to Sammy, Hey, we're talking about movies that are switching, you know, people switch places. She's like, well, what about Jumanji? And I'm like, I didn't even think about mm, like Jumanji, yeah. the new Jumanji. So th- again, this is like been one of those, this is like a movie genre in itself, I think, because uh, there yeah. are so many, body swapping movies like you have both of the newer jumanjis remember the movie all of me with steve martin oh yeah Mm -hmm. like -hmm. there's that one so i feel like this is a whole genre that you could get into the whole month of october you know and of course we have big um but there are you know at least 10 really good movies that are you know body swapping movies if that's what you want to call it that um are good of course the change up is a little more r-rated so um well then there's then there's uh uh, Shazam, which came out last year. Oh, yeah. Is, you yeah, know, exactly. genre, but it's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing. Um, and then kind of tangential to it a little bit similar is Disney's The Kid is another one where there's a little bit of that kind of magic. It's not so much body swapping, but he comes in contact with his past self and then later his future self and um, which I don't know that Bruce Willis ever looked like the kid in The Kid, but that's okay. <laughs> You think Bruce Willis always just looked bright, like Bruce Willis? Yeah, like he came out with like the shaved head, like ready to jump from a building, you know, just ready to go. Um, and then and then we talked about it. We mentioned it last week when we were talking about Freaky Friday. There's now the horror version Freaky, which is mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn uh, switching bodies uh, with a cheerleader. And I mean, really, honestly, what should draw you to that is Vince Vaughn now having to play a, a high school cheerleader the whole movie. Like, right? that just sounds fantastic. Like, I, what could go wrong with that? I'm, I'm either missed with Vince Vaughn, but this one I'm intrigued by. 
Yeah. I'm a little bit intrigued as well. And I don't usually want to watch horror films, but with this one, I keep hearing about it. Um, do you guys remember the really awful version of this kind of storyline vice versa with judge Reinhold and yes. Fred Savage? Oh I used gosh, to watch yes. that all the time when I was a kid. I, <laughs> I love judge Reinhold. I need to watch that movie now. That I totally movie forgot. It. Whenever I think of judge Reinhold, I think of him being on Arrested Development with his reality show where he's playing a judge. <laughs> judge, Judge Reinhold. Anyway, I also think of, of really bad sweaters um, from Santa <laughs> But I love him in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is definitely a genre of movie um, out there that can be done really well and can also be done really poorly. And when it's done well, it's fun and it's and you learn the lesson you know, the importance of being able to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. Uh, I think that's really the big thing here as you watch both of these Freaky Friday movies. You know, the mom gets a better appreciation for what her daughter is going through every day at school. And the daughter gets a better appreciation of what her mom does because the daughter looks at it and says, your life is perfect. You've got the perfect boyfriend. You've got the perfect job. You've got the perfect house. Like everything is perfect. And then she realizes just how like not perfect her job is like sitting there as and listening to these patients all day, every day, therapists are amazing individuals that they're able mm -hmm. to do that and, and be such a huge benefit to those that they're working with. Like the daughter sitting there listening and she's just like, like slouched out of the chair and like doodling on the paper. Like, I love it when, when her mom says, just ask. And how does that make you feel? Where the guy says, and it makes me feel really depressed. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> really depressed. <laughs> like I just said that. <laughs> and then the one lady, you read her diary? That's gross. You can't look, she isn't doing it with them because if she was, she wouldn't be writing about it. She'd be out there doing it, like just going on and on about it. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> and she's just taken aback. She's like, really? Like, I shouldn't anyway. But it but you get that appreciation <laughs> for what the other person is going through. And I think that that's an important thing that there's not enough of in the world today of like mm -hmm. trying to understand what people's situation is like and putting yourself in their shoes. We, well, cause we it's easy a, just to type up an angry Facebook message. Well, yeah, but, but even, <laughs> like social media is an amazing thing because it helps us keep in touch, but it also gives us this false sense of like everybody on our social media feed looks like they're just so much happier and so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, doing so much better in life than we are. Like, because all the people share on there is the stuff that they want to share. Right. Right. And so you look at that and you know, it's kind of that Instagram life, like the right filter, the right lighting, the right look. And then behind them, you know, what's not on camera could be a whole mess of a house. You don't know, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you feel like when you're like, Oh, that person's got it all together and they've got it all figured out. Well, they, they probably don't number one. And, and we should, you know, so don't be so hard on yourself. And at the same time, be understanding of those that you come in contact with because you don't know what they're going through. So, yeah. and I think there's a lot of that. I think it's, it's more apparent in the, in the second freaky Friday movie. Um, I think in the original um, it's there, but it's much more of a, like, this is fun to switch bodies with your mom and like, see how your <laughs> lives are different, but it's not, the, the message doesn't drive home as much as it does, I think, in the second one. Yeah, in the absolutely. One. Yeah. Second one's probably not the right, but newer yeah, one, because they're not sequels. 
But. So now here's a here's a yeah. mind bender for you, Jake. Um, Jodie Foster was originally uh, cast as Princess Leia in Star Wars: A New Hope. Yeah, and she couldn't do it because she was under contract with Disney, and that blows me away because I love Carrie Fisher, and I can't imagine Jodie Foster in that role. But boy, how different would that have been? I think one of the reasons why the big three. Uh, in the original trilogy work so well and why we love them so much is because they weren't these known actors mm -hmm. that they were putting into those roles. And I think it would be very different um, if Jodie Foster had been Princess Leia because it would have been, you know, Jodie Foster in Star Wars. You know what I mean? And and it just takes on a different feel. So it would have been it would have been very, very different. Um, I also think it would have been just a different feel as characters because I love Jodie Foster, but she's got this very, um, she's got a very kind of um, rough and tough tomboy mm -hmm. um, yeah. female persona about her. And mm -hmm. um, I, I think that Carrie Fisher, she is like the girl next door, store tomboy, girl next yeah. door tomboy. Yeah. Whereas mm -hmm. yes, she can be um, both the feminine that, men expect her to be but at the same time don't cross her like don't get mesmerized by that because she's going to kick your butt at the same time so i don't right. know that princess leia would have been the same person at all um because we do need her to be a little vulnerable but also then kick butt at the same time and i don't know jodie foster in contact shows vulnerability totally mm -hmm. um, panic room and panic room, but it's a totally different kind of vulnerability mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of who, what kind of person that she is. Like everybody emotes, you know, kind of a thing. And I, I just don't think it would have been the same. I get why they wanted to cast her as that, but I'm really glad that it didn't happen. Really and I glad. think, and I think Jodie Foster is really glad it didn't happen either, because I think that she went a totally different way with her career mm -hmm. that she's very mm -hmm. happy with. And I don't know that she would have been able to do things like panic room and contact if she would have been this star Wars star. Well, and she, she couldn't have taken that time off. Yeah. Um, that you mentioned yeah. earlier, because once you're in star Wars, man, your life has changed forever. Well, and, and, I, it would have been interesting to see what kind of role Princess Leia would have played in the in the sequel trilogy if it had been mm. Jodie Foster. Would she have come back to that role That's all the these years later? And I don't know. She, like, where, she didn't come back to the Freaky Friday remake because she didn't yeah. want to take anything away from it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think Carrie Fisher does a great job of walking that line uh, that you were talking about, Val. And, and it would be hard it's hard to picture anybody else playing Han Solo. It's hard to picture anybody else playing Princess Leia. It's hard to picture anybody else playing Luke Skywalker because they are so iconic in our minds. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it worked because none of these actors were anybody big at that point. I mean, Harrison Ford, if he had come to him 10 years later in his career and he had all this success outside of star Wars, he would have not done star Wars. Right. Right. So, uh, and he was the hardest one for him to get back to do the, the sequels. Cause he was, yeah. you know, he was kind of done yeah. with it. So, um, yeah, that's, it, it's an interesting thought, Jodie Foster in star Wars. Yeah. So in a parallel universe that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could see Jodie Foster in rogue one. I think that's uh -huh. a different kind mm -hmm. of feminine role. And I'm mm -hmm. not saying that any of these 
actresses or feminine roles are bad. Um, right. I'm just saying that every single person has a different way that they, they present themselves. They bring something different to the role. And I just don't think that Jodie Foster, obviously Jodie Foster and, um, they're just not the same type of person, but I do, I could see her in a rogue one type of film, um, because it's a different kind of feminine role, um, than what we needed to see from princess Leia with princess Leia. We needed to see that soft, vulnerable woman princess kind of stereotype dynamic. And then we needed mm -hmm. to see it switch to, Oh, she's not just the soft, pretty princess, She's going to save all your asses, you know, like that's mm -hmm. what we, and I, I think that Jodie Foster is in the top half of that, but not, you know, that sweet princess part of that. I wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So freaky Friday. Star Wars tangent. We I know we're all, we're all yeah. here for that. So that's yeah. fine. But. Do you guys find it interesting that Jodie Foster was, uh, not Jodie Foster, excuse me. Uh, Lindsay Lohan was in The Parent Trap and then did Freaky Friday. Yeah. Like, I so had she, forgotten she was in Parent Trap. I mean, Trap. Disney I tried to milk every little bit of money out of her that they could. And I don't say that in a yeah. bad way. But when you I, have a child actor that is such a good child actor and that people want to watch. Because I watched Parent Trap, the original, with my sister a bunch when I was little. And then I watched her Parent Trap with Sammy so much and then when mm. we saw her in Freaky Friday, and then when we saw her in Mean Girls, like Lindsay Lohan is this believable and watchable, you know, child actress. And so it was, I think Parent Trap, the second one, well, both of them, um, but the one she was in was such great casting as well. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, again, Lindsay Lohan, until she kind of lost her way, was doing so great. So well, great. And I think I think it's kind of a, a hard thing because her dad was trying to make money off of her instead of being her dad. Um, and then you get caught up in this, in this Hollywood machine where they're going to try and get everything out of you that they can. And you got to do like, everybody is, is giving you everything that you want whenever you want it. And it's hard to say no when you, especially at that age. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's similar to what we've seen with like Macaulay Culkin, mm -hmm. you know, where he, you know, a lot of his struggles came from he did. They they just don't have a normal childhood, especially when mom and dad decide that really what we're here for is milking the money that we can from this. Like my kids, I can't imagine them making me money because right now all they do is cost me money. But you know, <laughs> but, but how do you balance that? Like my son would like to get into acting, but we're also very careful about how we help him with that because we don't yeah. want it to be this exploitive right. on our side kind mm -hmm. of experience. Um, not that I want to get into exploitation and child actors. That's a different conversation for a different show, but yeah. for parents and uh, things like that, I think it becomes this, okay, it's a gravy train and we're so proud of you, but at some point it becomes this. You're paying my mortgage. Yeah, exactly. And my mortgage is now a lot more because I just bought a much bigger house. Right. So, right. Um, and, and not to forget all of the Disney remakes that she made because there was also the love bug. Oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot they remade the love bug. That's all right. I think it's okay that you forgot about that I one. Completely forgot yeah. about that one. I don't that's the only one I really don't care for. Yeah. Um, during that time period of hers. Um, 
But I mean, what's so great about her in both Freaky Friday and I think Parent Trap because, you know, uh, Parent Trap, she's obviously a lot younger of a kid and she's playing double characters. But Lindsay Lohan has great timing when it comes to this. And I just call it kind of, um, it's not dark comedy, it's not dry comedy, but it's like this relaxed comedy. You know, you really have to be that. It's not slapstick, not fall down. It's not shock and awe comedy that, that these two movies have. It's just like, I'm playing a kid, but I have to have this, like your kids, you'll walk into a room and your kids will say something to you that you're like, what the heck? Like, where did you even hear that? You know, and she's really great at just being this kid in both of these movies. Um, mm -hmm. And I just love it. Like there's, when they take her door in, yes. you know, Freaky Friday, um, like no girl wants you to take their door. Like how awesome is that? I, all mm -hmm. I was thinking of is, am I ever going to have to do that to my daughter? Am I ever going to have to take her door off? I went upstairs and took all of the doors off my kids' rooms. I was like, that's a great idea. Privacy is a privilege. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you got to earn that. Yeah, you got to earn that, guys, and you haven't yet. Um, well, and I, I liked the, the stepdad character too, Ryan, um, <laughs> because he was so – like he was just a great guy who was trying to get into this family and he was trying to do it the right way and trying to re be respectful of their dad who had passed away because it's a Disney movie. And nowadays someone's got to die as far as the parents go. And so <laughs> like he, he was just such a great character. And I love the scene where she wants to go or where they bring up the whole audition thing. Her friends have crashed the party and he's like, just go. And then when he turns to, Anna who's in the mom's body and he's like, I'm not going to be that guy. If you want me to be the mean stepdad that doesn't care, like I didn't sign up for that. I've tried to be very respectful of who their dad was. And I've tried to take my time with the kids and let them come to me on their own terms. And I'm not going to be the one that you can use like that to be like, Oh, this is important to Ryan. Like you don't want her to be there. He's like, I'm not going to do that. And you need to be there supporting yeah. her. And not. And like, that's the moment when she realizes, okay, I've been really harsh on this guy. Cause he's not dad. And I think every teenager in that situation, whether it's divorce or whether it's parents passed away, when a parent remarries they're like immediately, it's like, you're not my dad. You're not my mom. I'm not going to be accepting of this. And it, it's a difficult thing and it's hard yeah. to, to come around to that. But I think yeah, no, that was a great scene. They do really well in in uh, the Lindsay Lohan version of Freaky Friday, where they do have the good comedy moments, and then they good they do have those good like we're gonna learn a lesson right now moments. You know, um, when when uh, you know the mom learns from her friends like just how hard she feels like she has it. You know, like obviously Lindsay Lohan learns from that moment that her stepdad isn't this bad, horrible, awful person, and then mm -hmm. when you know, she learns from her daughter's friends just how hard she's had it, but also just how much music means to her. It's not just this little yeah. thing that, that she's trying to rebel. Like this is, they've been working really hard. They're an actual band. You know, they're just not, they're not a nuisance, which I feel like her mom feels like they're a nuisance. They're just trying to bug me. They're just trying to be rebellious. No, this is like her thing that she's really good at and she cannot let them down. You know, yeah. and I, I think there's some really good like moments um, in that movie in that respect. I, I love it when when she goes to school 
because she thinks that her daughter's just being over dramatic about everything. And the first thing she does is go up and talk to Stacy, whatever her name is. And she's like, why can't we be friends? Whatever. And then she just shoves her and she like flips over the bike rack and everything. And she, <laughs> no, she doesn't shove her. She pulls her shirt up over her head and then pushes her. And she realizes, Oh, Stacy's kind of not a nice person. And this is why Anna's always hitting the volleyball at her head and things like that. Cause she's really kind of a jerk. Um, yeah. And then, uh, when she's sitting in the English teacher's class and she's like, why does that name sound so familiar? And she realizes that this guy's got it out for her daughter because she didn't go to prom with him back when she was 17 because she gives a really good answer and her daughter like does the same thing and is actually really smart. But this guy keeps failing her just because he's got something against her mom. Mm -hmm. And like, those are the moments where she starts to realize, okay, like I need to be more listening and, and open to what, Anna's going through because she's trying to tell me like she's trying her best at school, but all these things are getting in the way. And it's easy to mm -hmm. dismiss that until you're living it and realize, no, being in high school sucks. It just <laughs> yeah. And if parents forget that they should switch bodies with their kids so they can go back and re-experience it for a day because it does suck. <laughs> and if high school was your greatest like time of your life mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. hasn't gotten better since then, then you're remembering it wrong. <laughs> you need to go back and readjust your priorities. Yeah. <laughs> so Jake, so. would you, would you go back if you could, if you, if you could like, this isn't a body swap, but if you could go back in time and do it again, but knowing what you know now, would you do that? There's part of me that thinks like it would be great because you would have so much more knowledge and you know, what's coming ahead and you know that things get better. Right. Cause high school was not a great time for me. I had some good friends mm -hmm. that helped me get through high school, but I've always been the fat kid. Right. And I've always had a hard time fitting in and never felt popular and things like mm -hmm. that. And like things have gotten better. Like I've got a wonderful wife, a wonderful family. I've got a good group of friends and things like that, that I've been able to build and accomplish. Um, not that I built my wife or accomplished anything except <laughs> to say yes when I asked her to marry me, but, um, but like I, so things get better. And so knowing that I think in some ways it would be nice to go back, but also I don't know if my experience was different in high school, mm -hmm. if I would be the person that I am today. And that's, right. Right. that's the hard thing. And, and when you try to explain that to a kid going through high school, like mm -hmm. it will get better. And like, this is going to help you be the person you're going to be down the line. And if I take, if I went back and all of that was taken away for some reason, because I understood it better, I was able to do this or I was able to do that or whatever and make it different. Like, it's like back to the future. Are you going to end up with a happy ending where, you know, your dad's a sci-fi writer mm -hmm. and he's got like, you know, he's accomplished and you've got this nice house yeah, and, for you and things like that. Or are you going to end up in the 1985 timeline where Biff owns the, the casino and your dad's been murdered? Like, you don't know when you go back and you change it what those choices are going to do. I just know that what happened to me and what I went through made me the person that I am and helped mm -hmm. build me to the person that I am today. So I don't know that I would change it because in a lot of ways, I'm happy with who I am. A lot of ways, yeah. I'm not, but I'm working I'm, on it. I'm the same way. Uh, that's cool. I figured that was the case, but thought I would ask. Yeah. What about what you, about you would you go back and do it again? I really enjoy school. 
I really enjoy school just like in general, like getting an education. And I think I took that for granted when I was in school and I kind of, um, I wasted my chance to learn more and I was a little more social. So I would totally go back to school just cause I would really like to go back to school right now. Um, but I don't know that other than like turning more homework in, <laughs> And spending more time in class um, that I would change that I would actually change anything else that I did. Cause I'm like you guys, like I, there are things that because of what the decisions that I made in school and then after high school, that is the reason why I have my daughter. And it's the reason why I have the life that I have now. And it's right. not perfect. And like, I've had a rough couple of years. Um, but I think the only thing that I think a lot of kids don't take advantage of while they're in school is the fact that you're in school, you don't have to pay any bills and you get to sit and have an education, mm -hmm. which that's not the case for a lot of people. So I think I would, I would want to go back just cause I really want to sit in a history class again. Like I really want to sit in my government class again. I really want to like do those things. Um, but I don't know that I would change anything else that I did other than that. So, um, yeah, because I think, you know, the choices that we made are the people are the reason that the people that we are now for good or for bad. Um, I think for me, junior high is worse than high school. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but that's just my experience. Like I didn't have a ton of friends in high school. I actually had had more friends in junior high, but I think in junior high, you're trying to figure out where you fit in the food chain. And it's just a lot crazier. Whereas in high school, um, I kind of knew who I was by that point, And I really didn't care. Like I'm going to be friends with that person over there and that one over there and that one over there. And there's a lot of people in the middle that don't like me for whatever reason. Um, and, and, I, loss. and I, and at the time, like I didn't care. I wish I had that. I don't care person now <laughs> because when like you're uh -huh. a kid, when you're in high school, like I just thought I was invincible. You know, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. just thought like, okay, well, yeah, it kind of hurts my feelings that I don't get invited to some of these other things. But at the same time, I was like, but I'm doing all these other cool things that are weird to other people, but I don't care. <laughs> and now I'm doing weird. And now I'm doing weird things, but I'm like, is it too weird? Should I not be doing these weird things at 41? <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I wish that I had like the carefree, I don't care, you know, person that I was in high school. But I think we all have different you know, we all had different, um, experiences. And for me, like if I would have had to switch places with my mom during that time, like, I think I would have experienced, I think I would have learned a lot about what it takes to be a wife and a mother that I had no idea about. Cause I do mm -hmm. think a lot about the time because when you're in high school, you're self-centered, you're not thinking about what your parents are going through. And right. when I look back now at what my mom was going through when I was in high school, like I was such a dick kid. Like I didn't do anything awful, but like I could have done more. Mm. You know what I think? And I think that's what like these, the freaky Friday and big has like those movies really make me think about like his mom and big, she was going through a lot of stuff. Can you yeah. imagine like losing your kid and then mm -hmm. still having to take care of another kid and your husband yeah. and like living your life? You know, it's just, you know, yeah. Like your parent, like if you're a high school kid listening to this, like help your parents out, man. They're struggling. You may not know it, but they are. <laughs> yep. That's true. 
I can only imagine my kids aren't in high school yet, but we're struggling now, so I can't imagine we're not going to be struggling in high school. So you got that to look forward to. <laughs> we had them all close together, so it's just going to be boom, 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 and then done. And they can all, like, whatever, be adults. Um, well, we probably ought to give each of these movies a grade. Um, and I think it's only like I don't think we should do a cumulative like Freaky Friday grade because number one we haven't even reviewed no. all the material because we haven't so seen much. the other Disney movie version yet, so or Disney Channel version yet. But I think we just give each of these a, a grade on their own. So Val, let's start with you. The old one and then the new one. New one being seventeen years old. Um, so the Jodie Foster version, I give a C minus, um, and that's like a ba really bad grade for me. I do think there are moments of greatness, but I just think the movie does not hold well. It doesn't mm -hmm. age well. Um, if for a lot of different reasons, the editing, the coloring of the film, the content of the film. Um, I mean, the opening credits just took it. I mean, if you were, to, if I was being, um, if I was on a Seinfeld episode and I had the tips on the table, so I put 20 bucks on the table and I was being Costanza, the minute the credits came on, I took like five bucks off of the tip right yeah. away, yeah, you know, right like away. that, like that just right away. Um, but it's a C minus for me as far as the Lindsay Lohan um, version of it. I think it's a solid B movie. I think you can sit down with your kids. You can watch this movie on a Friday night with pizza, you know, and popcorn and you're having a good time. Is it like an Oscar winning movie? No. Is it the, you know, but it's just fun and you're going to laugh with your kids and your kids are going to roll their eyes and you're going to know why. And it's just going to be a good time. Yeah. What about you, Tracy? Uh, so before I rewatched the original Freaky Friday, I probably would have been like a BB minus. Uh -huh. Now having rewatched the film, I'm with Val. I'm like a C minus, which is one of my lower grades that we've given on the show. Um, it just does not hold up well in pretty much any sense of the word. There's, there's a little bit that's good, but it's just not a good movie. Um, the new one, um, again, like Jake, you said, it's 17 years old. But I'm with Val. I, I would give this one a B. So Val, we're right on the same wavelength. I think this is a really enjoyable film. Lindsay Lohan does a good job. Jamie Lee Curtis kind of steals the show, um, which I'm okay with. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's just a fun little movie. And it's not one that I would have necessarily uh, picked up and watched. I had never seen um, this. I had seen Mean Girls, but I'd never seen the remake of Freaky Friday until you guys uh, wanted to do it for the show. So I came into it fresh and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I I think I'm uh, C minus D plus range for me on the, <laughs> on the old one uh, as well. Like, and we don't I just typically feel really talk bad about giving Jodie Foster a D plus. Like I right? said, exactly. like, I got to go up. This <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going to do it just so I can be different, but, but. Like this is one of those movies, and you have to understand Disney in in the seventies and sixties and seventies. They were making a ton oh, of yeah. movies, a ton. Yeah. Some of them are classics, and you should go back and watch them. Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Some of them are not. Black mm -hmm. Ghost, the Computer War, and Bizarre, Freaky Friday is is one that, like, I think at at the time was a fun movie to go see on an on an afternoon. Uh, in the summer or something like that. But now mm -hmm. it just doesn't hold up at all. Only watch this if you really want to make sure you're watching every movie that's on Disney Plus. And if you're one of those people, <laughs> then you're going to have to watch this at some point. 
Um, and you're probably going to enjoy it more than I did. The new one, I would, I would definitely put in that B range as well. It's just, it's fun. Jamie Lee Curtis is really good in it. Lindsay Lohan uh, is good. Mark Harrison, who plays Ryan, I love him as an actor. He pops up every now and then, and he's just a solid performer as well. Just all around, it's an entertaining story. It's one that I want my kids to watch so they can understand that, like, mom and dad are, you know, like you said, Val, we're all struggling through stuff. Kids need to know that, too. So, um, and Disney has just added a whole bunch of um, content um, disclaimers at the beginning of like classic movies like Mm -hmm. Dumbo and Peter Pan. And I think there definitely needs to be like a disclaimer at the beginning of this movie. (laughs) They should. Warning, the editing yeah. is much different. Warning, well, no, but I mean, but there's also like, if they're really going to jump into like putting disclaimers at the beginning of movies and, and the, what they added is basically that this movie contains um, views and imaging about people and um, races and stuff that we, you know, that is a little bit mean. And that's not the exact verbiage, right, but right. I definitely think this one falls into that category. I mean, yeah, yeah like, it does. It's it's not I, it, it's, it's not it sucks. racist, but there's a lot of sexism. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, crimes against filmmaking in this movie. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so I mean, I guess if you're looking for something that you just want to put on and see how when you're doing your Jodie Foster marathon. Yeah. Again, like I said, if you're going back and you're watching every movie that's available on Disney Plus, then you need to see this one. Otherwise, you don't at all. You can skip it. Um, and I know, and we might get emails from people. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites, and that's okay. If it holds a nostalgic yeah. place in your heart, I get yes. it. But but yeah. but once you say that, go back and rewatch it, and then tell me that it's still great. Yeah. I mean, I love the movie Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, but I'm sure there are some people somewhere that thinks that it's just like the most awful movie for a woman to watch ever. But me, mm-hmm. my daughter, and my mother-in-law love that film. So I get it. There's going to be people out there that mm-hmm. love this version of Freaky Friday. And like, I want to go back and watch the old parent trap now to see, you know, what traps are in that movie as far as like, you know, that timeline goes. But I don't think there is many, honestly, because I watched that movie yeah. so much, but I get Very it. Like exactly. some people hold mm-hmm. some of these movies in this nostalgic way and I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just a different yeah. time. It was a different time. It's a different time now. I have respect for that, but there are movies that came out in 1977 and 78 that didn't suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. This one sucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So... <laughs> Yep. I, you I mean, want awesome. to give a tease for next week's episode, Jake? Yeah, so next week we are going to cover 13 going on 30 as we continue our body swapping marathon. Uh, and then the week after that will be 17 again, which yes. is a great movie. Zach Efron. Uh, are you peacocking? Is... See, I've never seen 17 again. So that you was going to be. I have it. The movie quotes that I use in my life on a daily basis are from, from this movie. You're going to watch it and you're going to be like, I heard Val say that. No, I don't quote Mean Girls. Um, Mike, who does this morning show with them, me in the morning, and my daughter, they quote Mean Girls. I quote <laughs> 17 again. You're going to watch the movie and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I've heard Val say that. Yeah, oh my Val gosh, I've heard Val say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought 
thought Val was original and funny, but she's not. She's stealing movie quotes from this movie. You know what? That's the but, that's the that's the best sign is you you're honoring what came before. But I will say this because I had to make a comment about Bruce Willis earlier with Disney's The Kid. I also don't think that Matthew Perry ever looked like Zac Efron as a 17-year-old. I'm just going <laughs> to throw it out there. No, but he is believable. We'll get into it. Into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's still really good. All right. If you have any feedback for us, you can send that to podcast at movies that make us.com. You can also leave uh, any comments here on the video. And uh, um, if you haven't subscribed yet to our YouTube channel, please do that. Like this video and share it with others so that they can like it as well. Make sure you click the alert so you know when new videos go up. And thank you so much for listening, watching, or however you devour our content. And we won't see you at the movies. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.